now the host of Late Night Whenever. Please give it up for Michelle Buto. The love is in the room. I have to say, I'm very excited to be back in New York City. I just flew in from LA today. I'm always just so impressed by the tattoo game. Because bitches are just walking around with spiders on their neck. And I'm trying not to make eye contact. I'm like, you've been in prison. <laughs> Living in LA does make you want to go gluten-free and get some tattoos. Make some noise if you have tattoos. Ooh, a lot of you guys. I don't, I'm really bad at making decisions and I always like to take stuff back after 30 days with a receipt. The one tattoo I was thinking about getting for a hot minute was a waterfall on the side of my thigh. Yes! Cause it's wet, honey. I never really got into the tattoos. I really want to though. I, I tried piercings. Y'all tried piercings? You tried piercings, Rob? Nah, I don't have any piercings. I mean, I had an earring at one point in my Ooh, life, okay. but no more. Like a stud or a hoop? It was a hoop. Ooh. I feel like every drug dealer I met in college had a hoop. I tried to get a nose ring when I was a senior in high school. Because um, I'm from Jersey. I went to the Jersey Shore for the summer. I had my mom's credit card for emergencies. And I really wanted it because I was just really feeling this plus-size Lisa Bonet look. So I was like, this is an emergency. So I used my mom's credit card to pierce my nose. And that shit hurt. It felt like my face was getting a pap smear. I was like, yeah. And then when I showed my mom, she just cried. And she's like this little old Jamaican lady with balding hair. And she's just like, why you bore up your nose? Bore up. I'm like, are you from Game of Thrones? What is that? And I took it out to clean it, went to bed, forgot, and it closed up. And I was like, that is the worst $34 I've ever spent. <laughs> then, oh my God, one time in college, I went to the San Gennaro Fest. You know that festival? Um, uh, Little Italy. And I saw this booth that they were piercing tongues for $7. I said, what a steal. <laughs> That's what I said. It wasn't even a booth, it was just a chair. And I said, ooh, I love a good deal. So I went and got my tongue pierced for $7. I put $10 down and got change. People were passing by and they took out their like Kodak cameras and they were like winding it up and taking a picture. I'm old, bitch. Who the fuck laughs like that? I love it. She laughing like she need a medic and a Gatorade. She laughing like she dehydrated. She laughing like she just got out of 40 days and 40 nights. I know her. I know her. <laughs> so here's the deal. I got my tongue pierced. I thought I looked so badass. I was just looking in the mirror, kind of going like this, I couldn't talk. And for whatever reason, I was like, I'm ready to suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just walking around like I'm edgy, motherfuckers. Don't let the freckles fool you. I'm edgy. I'll suck that dick. 
three days later, my tongue was still swollen, but apparently supposed to go down in 24 hours. I didn't notice because I'm not Dr. Oz. And my friend, this is before like a lot of people were doing it. My friend's like, I don't think it's supposed to go like that. And this is before YouTube too. So we were just guessing. <laughs> Ooh, we have lived a life. And so my friends like go to this tattoo shop because they also have piercings and acidute. So I went to the, um, that shop and he was like, yo, you got to take this out because it's crooked and it's supposed to be straight. And if you like had left it in another 24 hours, I would have lost all sense of taste. Wow. Which is fucked up because I like to eat. <laughs> Rob, you don't have any piercings, but you do have a lot of tattoos. I saw a tattoo on I your back. I got some tattoos, yeah. But you got a tattoo on your back. I don't even know what it's of. You always cover it. It's like, what is he, Nick Cannon? Nah. It's, it's one of those things, man. It's like, it's a, you know, I have a tattoo dedicated to my sister. I have some, you know, uh, some other things. But this tattoo on my back that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it happened when I was in Cali. It was, it was some years ago. I was a kid. It was 20 years ago. Okay. And Anything else you'd like to? Yeah. I mean... All right, so I was I with, feel like I'm I was with these two. Nah, that's... I was with these two girls, man, and oh. you know, <clears throat> we were having a night out. And what if you, if is, wait, you want, what is the night out code for? Are we gonna fuck? Nah, I mean, well, look, if you want to have a good time, okay. We got drunk and then we end up getting tattoos, and I got this thing on my back. We end up having a threesome that night, you know. Wait and that was great. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I can't see it because it's you know a constant reminder. But so you, you remember, wait a minute, see? you were a tramp and literally got stamped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were they friends? Did they already have tattoos or did um, you pop their cherry? Nah, that was their first tattoo. Yeah, it was a moment. This is it was a moment. No, I can't even get a motherfucker to force me into an appetizer I don't like. <laughs> and you talking about tattoos. So there's these two ladies walking around right With now. With two tattoos that can think about the same moment I can think about with my tattoo. So you guys got this tattoo, and you guys like we're so connected. Let's. Nah, it was. <laughs> it was a moment, man. We was, you know, Hollywood Boulevard, L.A. Drinks, youth. That's what that is. Do you keep a t uh, Facebook friends at least? Nah, hell no. <laughs> so when y'all were like getting into the threesome part? Wow. <laughs> Were you guys all just like, watch the Band-Aid? Because <laughs> <laughs> don't it hurt? Don't it hurt? Don't it gotta heal? That's a good point. <laughs> Let's get this show started. Y'all ready for more show? Yeah! Oh my God. Wow, Rob, just wow. <laughs> you think you know somebody. <laughs> Okay, my next guest is super amazing. Uh, he's a New York comedian. I love him so much. He's got a Netflix special coming out. Plus, he's got a podcast of his own called... Oh, you need a minute? Oh, my God. I think he's taking a poo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. What if he's not taking a shit? I just put him out there like that. Okay, he's all wiped up. All right, guys, you ready? What if he comes out with, like, toilet paper on his foot? <laughs> oh, my God. This is the magic of, like, non-television, y'all. <laughs> okay. 
can't wait to bring my next guest out. The amazing New York comic. He's got a Netflix special coming out. Plus, he's got his own podcast called Inside the Closet. Please give it up for my boo-boo kitty, Mateo Lay. I wasn't taking a shit. You skipped ahead, so I was sitting there chatting, drinking a Red Bull. Oh, okay. I didn't know you drink Red Bull. Just every once in a while. You make it sound like I do Coke. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's Red Bull. Hi, everyone. How are you? I like how we're wearing almost the same jacket. Yeah, that's so fresh. And oh your voice God. is literally God. Isn't it so good? Like, you, get, you don't expect it, because it's not, you know, you're like, you're just, hi. And you're like, oh. <laughs> like, bowel, everyone had a bowel movement when you said hi. Yeah, he's got that panty-dropping voice. Ow. <laughs> so, um, I love your comedy, and I love your essence on stage, because I, I love when I Gay? watch... Yes. Work. But also just, like, that anything can happen, right? And also, okay. you're a good hang. Thank you. You're a good hang, too. Do you remember the first time we hung out? Um, I don't remember VMAs, yesterday. Um, MTV okay. Video Music Awards. All right. Yes. Okay, so I went... All right. But our friend Sashir was walking the red carpet at the VMAs, Sashir. and then I just threw myself into the situation. I was like, I'm coming! And <laughs> she... Uh, we, this is how not cool me, Sashir, or Michelle are. Mm. We were the first ones in line. First ones. <laughs> Like, First one, like it was almost like we were just yeah. like kicked off the red carpet. So I was then, so unpopular on the red carpet that one of the um, security guys came up to me. And they're like, "Ma'am, you have to go over here." I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm talent." <laughs> like he thought I was like a cleaning lady. Yes, like, losers. We're, we're done. We're not even the appetizer. They're like, "Where's Kim Kardashian and her angry husband?" <laughs> When we went up, we were in a section that they gave us free... Here's the thing. When you, you, when none of us are cool. Like, when they offer you free food, your response shouldn't be, food! Yeah. I but mean, we were so hungry. It was a full-day thing. And we go to, the, like, the one counter that's open, and it's hot dogs. And the lady's just like, what do you want? And we're like, we'll have a hot dog looking at our, like, debit cards that are all worn out. And she's like, it's free. And we all looked at each other. We're like, free? <laughs> and so then all of a sudden... I'm like, I want the Starburst. And then Mateo's like, is that ice cream? I want two of them. And then Shashir's just like, is that like a, a Thai chicken salad? We got a bunch oh, of shit. First of all, like we Like it was like... guys' grocery games. That's what we were doing. <laughs> we, we were also the first to sit down. So it's an empty Madison Square Garden. And we are walking down the aisle yeah. carrying our food. And yeah. then at some point, I think it was one of the drag queens from Drag Race was like, you know they have tables up there for you guys to eat at. While we were like... <laughs> no idea. No idea. It was the first time of the prom for all of us. Oh, yeah. What was your childhood like? Um, I grew up on the same block as my first 22 cousins. And I... Mexican or Italian? Both. Or just my both? mom's Italian-Mexican. So, and my oh. dad's family is like white as the driven snow. And I think I saw his parents five times in my life before they died. And I saw my mom's parents like... I mean, I couldn't take a shit without them knocking on the door. <laughs> like an ethnic background. But yeah, it was great. I was all, Every vacation was with my cousins. If I didn't like what mom was making, I'd eat at my Aunt Cindy's house. Like, oh my God, it's, it sounds like the ethnic Mormon-like situation. Like yeah, a compound. but like way more fun. But way more fun. It was a lot Mormons, of like... no thank you. <laughs> I just hate like coming out stories. I went on a date with this guy once and he was so ready to tell me he used to be Mormon. He was like, well... I was Mormon. I was like, I don't care. Uh, you know what I mean? I just don't give a shit. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? One time I, listen, this is not Sally Jesse Raphael. I don't Shout give out. a shit. I gotta go. 
It was crazy. But <laughs> now, go. but now you're in a relationship. I am obsessed with my boyfriend. He that lives is so in, sweet. I okay. My boyfriend lives in Spain. I met him on Instagram. I liked his pictures. He liked mine. We Facetime jacked off boyfriends, and. <laughs> Oh my God! Is I'm, that the only time? That cannot be the only time the thirst trap has fucking worked. No thirst trap, because I am all about thirst traps. But um, I am obsessed with it. Long distance relationships are hard. I dated my husband in Holland from New York for two years. Yeah. And this is before Facetime. So, oh my God. Yeah, it was a lot of Skype sex. Work. But what I loved about dating him long distance is like he really tried to work at it, and he would send an email every day and in the subject it said song of the day so I would wake up to a song that he thought Aww. of yeah you should do that for your boy That's so, well he got sick he had the flu the other week and mm-hmm. so I Uber Eats him dinner every night you, God, thank you um, I know I know I'm coming off so like uh, like kind of a bitch but um, I'm well, really sensitive and insecure and I really love him and he makes me feel great I know I'm obsessed with it. Oh, Thank shut you. The fuck up. I look at. I know you hate this. <laughs> no, I'm very happy for you. Okay. But I love that you actually found love from posting pictures of your butt on the internet because I know. I feel like a lot of comedians give you flack for that. Like the few first times I met you, I was like, I didn't recognize you because you're wearing clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one comedian is like this guy. He's very nice, very funny, good writer, uh, straight, and he was like, I don't like you know your Instagram. Like it's not what comics do. And I was you don't like, have to. I was like, well, my best friend's a fucking drag queen, and and like I this is the gay. What do you want me to do? Post pictures at the Knicks games? Like, I don't know what you want me to do. And yeah, also, also I, I go to the gym every goddamn day. I want to, this is the last, in 10 years from now, I'm, I'm going to have to hang up my asshole. Like, I, I want to show it now. And also, I sing opera and speak five languages. Let me be naked on Instagram, all right? Yes. I don't give a shit. And people are like, well, it's five, who gives a shit? Live your you life. You speak five languages? Yes. Uh, which ones? I speak English. <laughs> um... <laughs> What if I was like pig Latin? No, uh, I'm fluent in Italian, and then I speak Spanish and French, and then my German is really rough, but I throw it in there somewhere impressive. Oh my God! Can you say what, like? Can you just start talking All, like, and go then, through the languages? Go through the languages, and I'm gonna like call out the language, and you say something else. Okay. okay. Italian. Uh, buongiorno. Adesso che sto parlando alla mimica, allora dicendo che c'è un accento più French. Alors que je dois parler français maintenant. Je fais je dois manger quelque chose de précis. German. Hello. <laughs> oh my god, I already you forgot cut. the other languages. Mateo Lane, everybody. Thank yes. you. More of late night whenever when we come back. and juicy for our next guest. He's so hot. He's so hot. He's got a new book out called All of It Is You. (laughs) Already moist. (laughs) (laughs) He he also stars in TV Land's Younger. The new season is out this June. You better check it out. Please help me welcome Nico Tortorella! Sit, 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 sit. 
Y'all are killing it out here. I'm like nervous. I don't know how I'm gonna stand my own ground. You better stop. You should be nervous because you're wearing all white. Well, that makes me nervous. Hold on. Hold on. There's a story behind that. I've been watching Wild Wild Country on Netflix, right? What it's, is that? Oh, it's the greatest docuseries ever made. It's about okay. this cult in Oregon, the Rajneesh cult, Osho's cult. And they have these monochromatic, like, burgundy looks, mm. and I'm just inspired by it right now. It sounds like a Kanye West fashion show. <laughs> Rob, I'm lost in his eyes. <laughs> Rob, help me out here, Rob. Fresh Ferragamos. Uh, uh, Gucci's. Gucci's, yeah. Between his looks and your voice, I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> no, the great part about having like such attractive guests is that obviously, you know, I did a deep dive on Instagram mm. and um, you and your partner are so fucking adorable. Oh, thanks. Talk about couple goals. And um, I saw that you guys went off the grid for a little bit. We were in Peru over the holidays. Like in the jungle. The it... closest I've been to camping is eating sushi on the subway. Oh, <laughs> So tell me all about, did you check each other's buttholes yeah. for ticks? What uh, happened? It was way more than that. We were in Peru for two weeks doing ayahuasca in the, in the Amazon jungle. It was the greatest experience of my life, actually. I mean, I, I think I'm, I did it two years ago for two weeks, and then I went back this past year. And it just, you know, I mean, it's the most powerful psychoactive on the planet, and it just changes your relationship with everything, yourself, every, every person that's in your life. Do you have flashbacks? You I mean, you're traveling through other dimensions, so you can have flashbacks, future oh backs. Like, it's all there. Did you, like, throw up or shit your pants? I did not shit my pants. Okay. Um, but, yes, you purge the entire... I mean, it's, it's all different. You can't compare two nights. Every night's completely different. Um, different. But I, it doesn't feel like you're throwing up, like, because you're out of your body. You're not even necessarily fully aware that you are a human being. So when you're purging, it's like... It's something else. I'm into that. So, um, I love Younger. Thank you. I d it's like my guilty pledge. Um, yeah. It's thank good. Thank you, thank you. I feel like I also learned a lot about the publishing world watching Younger. Well, I didn't know that much, did you? No, not at all. And then I wrote a book and yeah. took all of these meetings with all of these different publishers. And it is nothing like you see on television at all. First of all, like nobody can afford the clothes that they wear on this yes. show at all. Yeah. Um, Do you keep the clothes? I have. There's of course. A, yeah. You should grab and take. I worked at Michael's and stole everything. The craft store? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, Michaels will never be the same ever again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please tell me about your book. Yes. Please tell me about your book. Yes, this is my book. It's um, so good. Thank you. I actually, I, I wrote the whole thing in 45 days while I was in Peru. And I go to Peru. Yeah, just <laughs> spitting out books. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I have my own podcast called The Love Bomb where I was doing a bunch of poetry. Oh my God, my right nipple just got hard. Okay. <laughs> This is the alive one, but um, <laughs> your intros are poetry. Did you do poetry before you started? Like, no. how did you get introduced into it? I didn't at all. I, I honestly, I, I'm not really sure. I kind of channel right, just black out, and things happen. And I'm sober too, so it's weird. I black out, things happen. Not amazing. <laughs> just a lot of turkey bacon under my titty in the morning. I, well, at least it's turkey bacon. Yeah, like a salty protein snack. Yeah. And I made it. <laughs> I used to write poetry. Did you? I did. 
I, I never did it on stage, but I used to write it. And um, I would die for you to do anything right now. <laughs> well, funny you ask. Um, the first week, uh, my husband and I have been trying IVF for a while. And the first week I did IVF, the hormones are so crazy. Mm. He made a sandwich and he left a bunch of crumbs on the countertop. And uh, I told him I wanted a divorce. <laughs> and then I cried and I went and wrote a poem. And you have it. Yeah. About oh crumbs. God. Yes. About crumbs. Yeah. Can everybody snap? Oh, you got some music? Uh. <laughs> it's called Your Crumbs Are Dumb. Your crumbs are dumb. One by one, I become undone because of your crumbs. Your trash, your garbage, you're wasting my time cleaning up after you. You are not a mind reader, and I am not a Walmart reader. So I have to let you know, baby, I love you but your crumbs are just not fucking fun. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. That yeah. was great. Wow. You should write a book. <laughs> Nico, do you want to do a poem? Um, do I want to do a poem? Sure, I'll do yes. a poem. Yes, Rob. I'm going to read for you vagina. First, I'm going to show you this vagina picture that's oh, wow. in this book. I can do that with my tongue. No, you can't. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Look, it's a vagina with oh my, my tongue. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. It's very American wow. horror story and I like it. Yeah, it's there. The circus one. All right. Vagina. Bow down to the one with the crown that crowns extraordinary. Not just for birthing, pussy, powered, conjured, country, grounding, right, deserving rights, earthing. Searching for discoveries, unearthing truths, pissed, sacred lips, clitoris, kiss, consensual, floral, the Holy Ghost orchid. Get lost and found in your raw chocolate cosmos. Parrots beak, speaking truths, champions, campion, yellow and purple lady slippers to keep warm. Mm. Swallow me whole and take me to your leader. I said, swallow me whole and take me to your leader. Gospel man. Mm. I feel like you've done the research. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's beautiful. I appreciate it. I'm going to give my mom this book. I think she'll like it. She needs it. Yeah. Is there a takeaway you want people to have with this book? Or is this just something you had to do and get rid of and put out there? Yeah, I mean, it's in the title, really. All of it is you. Uh, I think that we all, uh, as human beings, should just be celebrating this oneness that just runs through all of us all day, every day. Uh, I love that. Do you consider yourself to be an activist? Yeah, I mean, I took my own education of the LGBTQ community, plus community, and... <laughs> made it public. I mean, the second I started having the conversations in my own life, I just decided to have a podcast with a couple microphones and have the conversation on a, on a much larger scale that lives in the ether, kind of like what we're doing right now. Yeah. And once that happened, it just, you know, in no way do I like preach that I'm an expert on anything, but uh, I'm a seeker in, in, in so many ways in my life. And 
I think we should all be fighting for something that's bigger than who we are as mm-hmm. individuals. Um, Wakanda is stronger together. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. And I love that you guys both have um, podcasts about gay stories. Because when I was growing up, you know, I'm not even gay, but I was seeking that too. Like, I got like Jack on Three's Company or whatever. whatever his oh, name the was. only gay person I saw growing up on TV was C3PO. <laughs> that was it. I didn't Yeah, have it's so insane. It's so, and I feel like it's we so queer important. Eye. How old are you? Um, queer eye. That would have been. I would have been like sixteen or something like that. But also too, it was it, it, when shows like that came out. There was so much shame already in being gay, mm. and I wasn't out, and there was no one for me to go to. Mm. That when you see gay people on TV, you're so threatened by it at first because yeah. you're like, no one can know. Like you're just so scared of anything gay, you just stay far away from it. I remember Real World Chicago when the yeah. two guys held hands on that bed that one time, and I was like, oh, something's happening. Yeah, this, this is weird. <laughs> So your mom apparently was like this badass. Like, tell me about your mom. Yeah, I actually, my whole family grew up on the same block too. I'm very Italian, Nicole. We're both from Chicago. Yeah, both Italian, Italian mm-hmm. both from Chicago. So much deep dish on the state. Rob is from Chicago too. There you go. Are you? Nice. nice. On the race. Yeah, why don't you guys yeah. talk about zip codes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my mom owned a bar in the city growing up and uh, I very much so grew up in that bar with, I was like best friends with all the regulars and serving shots when I was in elementary school. Oh my God, you're like the Drew Barrymore of Chicago. <laughs> Hence why I'm sober now. <laughs> um, but yeah, in preschool, my mom, um, my mom got our ears pierced. Me and my little brother when I was in preschool. She like bought us leather jackets. What? She wanted us to be really bad. And then hey, I came out. <laughs> um, but yeah, my mom's the best. That what's is her, What's your mom's name? Annie. Annie. Annie That's Pesci. a good mom name. Yeah. Yeah. My my mom's name is Sherry. And my friend Pat told me goes, "What's your mother's name again?" I said Sherry. He goes, "That's right. The name of a slut." <laughs> Oh. Well, there you go. It's funny. I know. I told my mom all the time. I was like, remember, Sherry, you're a slut. She's like, stop that, Mateo. Shout out to Sherry. Wait, I called my mom a whore once when I was, like, in middle school. What? Good for you. Well, hold on, hold on. Jerry Springer was, like, a regular show that was on in, the, uh, mm-hmm. on in the house, and they would say whore all the time, and I had no idea what whore actually meant. It was just, like, part of the vocabulary. But I remember I was in a fight with my mom. I was at the top of the stairs. She was at the bottom of the stairs. And I just said, you're a whore. And she, like, grabbed her shoe, oh, whipped it up the oh, stairs, shit. and I was like, I don't know what it means. I'm so sorry. And oh, my she God. she explained to me what it meant. That's the first, like, word like, well. in, um, I'm from Jersey. That was, like, the first word I had to spell in the spelling bee. Oh, really? Whore. whore. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Your mother is a whore. <laughs> So, how do you handle either someone on set or like in real life? Like, how do you handle a homophobic situation? Mm. I call them a faggot and run. That's why you're in such good shape. (laughs) I mean, I think it depends on the person and like who's getting attacked, really. Um, I don't know. I, I, I would like to educate first before I like freak out, but. I will cut a motherfucker if I have to. That's hot. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's all about intention, really. I mean, you can tell what the person means when they're saying something, and if they're worth it, then... Why do you think people... I mean, that you have this thing about you where you could probably... N- not be a cult leader, that's not what I want to say. Oh, but... <laughs> but you have, this, you have this thing, like this... Uh, 
you know, much like white jeans, with great responsibility comes great power. Mm. It's true. When did you know you kind of had this power, like this, um, you know, to engage people, um, to have these conversations and to listen to you? Well, I mean, I just think historically, like, because of what I look like and the color of my skin and the role that I play on television. So you understand privilege? A hundred percent. I didn't want to say it. Absolutely. Oh, yes. It's not even a question, but like (laughs) that message gets the most volume, really. And the second I realized that, it was like, oh, I I have to do something with this. It's a responsibility that like I really have at this point, but it's not a crippling responsibility. I just, I I really want to share this platform uh, with, you know, as many marginalized communities and people as I possibly can at this point and just really celebrate each other as human beings that like have feelings. Oh my God, I want to do ayahuasca with you now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what's next? What do you want to... You could do anything with that waist, honey. Mm, oh. uh, there's a TV MTV show called Just Tattoo of You that's on in in England, and we're bringing it here to the United States. I, I, I this news hasn't broke anywhere, but I'm telling you right now. Yes, um, you heard and it here first. We're bringing Agents it here. Agents are furious with and you. And motherfucking Snooky and I are co-hosting it together. What? So. Oh my God, I love that. So coming this summer. But I love that. So um, performance art. I'm treating it as full performance art. Good save. Rob has like a great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Rob has a crazy story about his tramp stamp, <laughs> which I just think is amazing. Do you have any like crazy stories about your tattoos? Um, I have Chinese kanji on my back that I got when I was 15. It was like a thing in the 2000s, right? Okay. And it was supposed to mean health, wealth, and happiness. Oh no. That didn't happen. Oh no. That's terrible. Well, I was I was at my ex girlfriend's house, and her grandma was Chinese, and she comes up to me, and she was like, had to tell me a secret, and she was like, "What are these tattoos on your back?" And I was like, "Oh, health, wealth, and happiness." I was still drinking at the time, and she was like, "The wealth actually it doesn't mean like monetary wealth. It means that your your sex life is going to be so abundantly Ooh. wealthy, Ooh. and and you'll prosper from it." And I was like, "So I'm a whore, grandma." Ahua. Ahua, full circle here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's game time, motherfuckers. Yes. Okay. Since you guys are so bold, so brave, and so fabulous, I'd love to get a pep talk from you, and I know our audience would too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was like some revival shit. Let's do it again. How's my hair look? I feel like I just went to church and it just... Okay, uh, where's Michael L? We have a question for Michael L. Michael L. What's the question, Michael L? Just between us squirrel friends. um, (laughs) I wanted to get um, some pep talk on Drag Race. My best friend's Bob the Drag Queen, and he's been on Drag Race, so it's like, what do you need to know? And Nico has been a host on Drag Race. All right, what do you need to know? So I drag race cars, and yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> I've always wanted to actually be a, in drag. I've wanted, I always wanted to try it, but I'm just nervous. Oh. So uh-huh. give me some advice. Do you, wait, do you really want to do drag? Yeah, I've, I mean, after watching the show and stuff, it's just something that... I'm, like, getting, like, I'm getting like a low-budget Sophia Loren. Okay. I think you should do it. Do you want to keep the beard or lose the beard? 
Lose it. Yeah. Oh, I was right, down so he's for a the Manhattan beard. Queen, not uh, a Brooklyn Queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's also it a lot be. of open mic kind of for drag queens, like amateur drag night that you can go and enter in if you want to do it. You can Ooh, like yeah. you can put a song together, and a lot of times queens will put songs together and they'll mix it with like different audio and they'll have sort of themes that go with it. So go watch some good drag shows. There's a great one at Therapy every Wednesday night with Monet Exchange and Pixie Aventura. Yo, so good. Ooh. And you can watch yeah. that Name and then kind of get an idea for what it is you're seeing before you jump into it yeah. and think about what it is you want to present to the world. Yeah, no, this is like Fisher Price, my first drag. This is what you have to host, <laughs> to both of you guys. Thank you, Thank Michael you. L. Hit Thank it, Rob. You. Oh. <laughs> where is Eve R? Eve R, where are you, honey? Behind you, Jen. There you go. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hi. Uh, you guys are talking a lot about tattoos. I yeah. am thinking of getting a tattoo, but I'm worried. I'm, like, going to regret it. Also, my idea is kind of cheesy, so I wasn't What's sure. What's your idea? Okay, so I was allergic to milk for my whole life until, like, last year. So, I'm so literally. I was about to breastfeed you. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I was thinking of getting either a wedge of cheese or a, um, like, milk carton. Why don't you get the food pyramid and have them all empty besides the milk one? It's a great idea. It's a great it's idea. It's kind of cute, right? Yeah. yeah. Also, Google cheese tattoos and really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, what do you think? Take your time with that one. I think... That, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You might regret that shit. My guests are amazing. Please give it up for Mateo and Nico. Please buy Nico's book. Watch Mateo on Netflix. Oh, Rob. What have we learned, Rob? Keep going. Rob, we learned so much. I mean, this was jam-packed. There should be a quiz at the end of this. I mean, I learned that even if you are naked on, on the internet, you could still find real love. I learned that Maybe I should just trust myself. Don't worry about getting my hair wet and go to Peru. <laughs> and take some drugs so I can become one with the universe. Medicine, medicine, medicine. Medicine, sorry. Some medicinal stuff because... Yes, yes. You know, I know who I am, but I feel like Cardi B. There's other parts of me to explore. Uh. Maybe we should do more poetry. And after this show... I'm definitely getting a tattoo. I'm Michelle Buteau. This is Rob Lewis. This is Mateo and Nico. And this has been Late Night One Hour. Late Night Whenever is brought to you by WNYC Studios. This podcast is produced by Joanna Salatara, Paula Schumann, Jennifer Sendro, Daniel Guimet, Adam Teicholtz, Jamie York, and Marianne Schauberg, with Isaac Jones, Chase Colpin, Sarah Sandbach, Caroline English, and Melissa Chusid. Music by Rob Lewis. Add music by Isaac Jones. Have you followed us on Insta yet? No? Well, get on it, honey! At whenever you can see me and my cute freckles and my cute plus-size outfits. And don't forget to subscribe to Late Night Whenever, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm living my best Steve Harvey life. 
minus the pinstripe soups. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> 